0: Welcome to Trade Finance Talks, a podcast from Trade Finance Global. During this series, we'll be hearing from global experts, as well as learning about the latest trends, technology, and insights in the world of international trade and receivables finance. Episode 16.
1: We're here to talk about ICC Incoterms, terms, which are a fundamental set of rules supporting global trade used in over 100 countries translated into 30 languages. What IncoTerms does is it provides you with the underpinning safety
0: net of definitions which underlie that contract.
2: I'm Dipesh Patel, editor at Trade Finance Global. Now at midnight on the 1st of January 2020, most people will probably be celebrating the start of a new decade, many of whom may be on a boat. Now for boat owners, more specifically cargo ship operators or trade practitioners, the start of 2020 also marks a very special occasion. It's the date that IncoTerms 2020 come into effect globally. IncoTerms are changing and in this episode of Trade Finance Talks, we'll be hearing from the ICC UK shedding some light on the key changes. Incoterms stand for International Commercial Terms, which are a set of rules created by the International Chamber of Commerce, facilitating some 12 trillion US dollars of international trade each year. So why are they needed? Simply put, Incoterms are hugely important for anyone selling or moving goods abroad. So whether you're an importer or exporter, freight forwarder or trade financier, credit insurer or law firm, It's likely that you use Incoterms to govern trade. Incoterms are the authoritative rules which clearly define the responsibilities between buyers and sellers of goods and services, ensuring the delivery of sales contracts. They're globally recognised, enable clarity in contracts, and could avoid costly trade disputes, claims, and litigation. So, why have they changed? Global trade and commerce is changing. Supply chains are more interlinked and complex. E-commerce now plays a significant role in global trade. And digital trade is at the front of mind for traders, financiers, freight forwarders and suppliers. The first IncoTerms rules were published in 1936. But as consumer behaviour and businesses adapt to the new norms of the 21st century, so should the rules. Today, I'm here with Chris Southworth, Charles Deputista and David Lowe at the ICC United Kingdom here in London. We're hearing from the team on ICC IncoTerms, why they're used and what businesses should be thinking about for the release of IncoTerms 2020 later on this year. Thank you for joining us, Chris. Over to you if you can give an introduction to the group and what we'll be discussing today.
1: I'm Chris Southwood, Secretary-General of ICC United Kingdom, speaking to Charles De Bautista, ICC Special Advisor on Incoterms and At The Bar at 36 Stone, and David Lowe, Co-Chair of the Terms Drafting Group and partner at Gowling WLG. We're here to talk about ICC Incoterms, which are a fundamental set of rules supporting global trade used in over 100 countries, translated into 30 languages.
2: Thanks, Chris. Why don't we start with you, Charles? What are incoterms in simple words?
1: Incoterms stand for
0: international commercial terms, incoterms. They've been around since the 1930s. They've been through several different versions, as it were. This is, I think, the seventh or the eighth version. They're currently revised every 10 years. And they're basically a voluntary code of rules or terms which international traders around the world can At any stage incorporate into their sales contracts. And what they do is set out where the sellers' responsibilities
3: are and where the buyers' responsibilities are. Who has the responsibility to clear export? Who has the responsibility to pay for carriage? Who bears the risk if things go wrong?
2: So, David, who are they for? Who's the core audience? The most
3: important audience are the people who sell and buy goods because the Inco terms set out the relationship between them about who is responsible for doing what and what costs. But it's not just them. everyone who helps them along that whole supply chain are also an important part of this. So that's the freight forwarders and logistics providers, the port authorities, the customs brokers, the trade finance providers, the insurers all also need a good
0: understanding of Incoterms to help the seller and buyer make a successful trade. So anyone in this whole sort of jigsaw puzzle that David has just described, whether they be sellers, buyers, banks, insurers, carriers, logistics people, who think of the letters CIF or FCA or CIP and think, oh, I can't quite remember what that means for me in terms of my obligations, in terms of my rights, in terms of the moment at which goods are delivered, the moment at which risk is transferred. And they think CIP, CIF, where am I going to look it all up? This is where you're you go to
1: IncoTerms Twenty Twenty, and We're talking about goods exporters here, we're not talking about services exporters, is that right? That's correct. Yeah. So if I'm a, a classic goods exporter in Birmingham, where should I be using IncoTerms and why should I use them? In every one of your contracts, it should be in your standard sale
3: terms. In any other bespoke contract, you should be setting it out because what could be more basic than to agree with the other party where the delivery point is, what the responsibilities are. It should be part of your pricing,
2: And Charles, a question that we often get asked, what is the relationship between IncoTerms and trade finance and trade insurance?
3: A couple
0: of things. First of all, there are 11 IncoTerms in the 2020 version. Let's take CIF or let's take CIP, Cost Insurance Paid 2. You've got 20 terms in the CIF term, 10 for the seller, 10 for the buyer, but that is not your contract of sale. If you're selling sugar, if you're selling shoes, if you're selling bananas, Whatever you do, need a contract. What Incoterms does is it provides you with the underpinning, the safety net of definitions which underlie that contract. Now, Incoterms are not a sale contract. Neither are they an insurance contract. Neither are they a trade finance con- contract. Neither are they a transport contract. As David was saying, they all have some effect. They're, they're all impacted by Incoterms to some degree, which is why these other players in international trade need also to be aware of. So some Incoterms
3: will say if a party has a particular responsibility to carry insurance, so CIF carriage insurance rate, the seller is responsible for getting certain insurance, and therefore if you're the insurer, you need to understand that. Some Incoterms don't mention insurance but if you're selling goods, you need to make sure you're insured at the point of delivery, in case something goes wrong. It's obvious risk management. And again, the insurer needs to understand that. And then on trade finance, well, you need to understand what's going to be required to affect the sale that needs to be financed, how that's going to fit in with the trade finance. So if you're using a letter of credit, it will demand certain documents to be presented to be paid. So as a trade financer, you need to understand whether that's a realistic set of documents and are the documents that you need as a trade finance supply to secure your position. So is a
1: bank or insurer likely to ask you to make sure that you right. have income terms in your contracts? Is that part of the... Yes. So if I, I'm a, a classic goods trader back in Birmingham, um, so what? And if I don't use them, what's going to happen? You need lawyers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what can happen
1: is that if you use the wrong income term,
0: if your insurance arrangements don't, tally with what you're meant to be doing under your sale contract, if your net of credit doesn't match the documents that you are entitled to under your chosen income term, if there are gaps between the contracts or misunderstandings on various terms, then the likelihood is that if there is a motive for a dispute, if the market moves against you, if your buyer loses interest in your goods, then there's likely to be a dispute. And then, of course, everyone just for their lawyers, starts making costs. Whereas all of this, I'm shooting myself in the foot here, all of this could be avoided by some care and attention, right at the start, by training yourself in good terms. If you don't use income terms, that's not a problem in itself. You don't
3: have to use income but It's a really convenient way of covering all the main points with just one phrase. You can incorporate all the have yeah. so, think about the detail of the drafting of who's responsible for export periods. It's just convenient. But if you yeah. don't mm-hmm. use nicotope, you're going to have to detail each and every one of those points in your contracts. And most people
0: just don't have the time or inclination to do that. And this is why the ICC revises them every 10 years to reflect changes in trade practice, to try and respond to problems which have been brought to the attention of the national committees and. CCHQ. in the intervening 10 years. The process is very, very... The process of change and revision is very, very uh, user-friendly. You may think that it's an exercise indulged in only by lawyers, but we were only two or uh, four lawyers in a group of 11 craftsmen, and the rest were real people with real problems. And the several revisions, four revisions, I think it was, went out to national communities around the world where the drafts were looked at very, very carefully by real businessmen with real problems, real issues, and they were fed back to the drafting group in order to respond to those problems.
2: A huge effort has gone into the Incoterms 2020 release, particularly from the excellent Incoterms 2020 steering group. More than just three-letter acronyms, Inco Terms 2020 will help shed light and clarity for buyers and sellers all around the world to help them understand their obligations, responsibilities and risks. Here at TFG we'll be keeping you updated on all of the key changes and new rules once Inco Terms 2020 are launched, giving you the support and guidance, signposting and advice on what you need to know for the 1st of January 2020. Trade Finance Global are a marketing alliance partner for ICC IncoTerms 2020, supporting their launch event here in London, which is going to be on the 15th of October this year in London. As such, we've got an exclusive 20% discount to the event. Simply use the code ICC TFG when signing up. More details can be found on our website. So look, thank you once again to Chris Southworth, Charles Deputista and David Lowe at the ICC United Kingdom for your time speaking to us at Trade Finance Talks today.
0: Thanks for listening to Trade Finance Talks. Be sure to subscribe to our podcasts at tradefinanceglobal.com.